Welcome to A Page in My Journal by the Gate and Ward Podcast. Your hosts today are Susie Romans. Say hi, Suze. Hola. And myself, Shalise Nance. Well, I hope you're feeling extra love this month and maybe enjoying a cinnamon heart or two. So Susie, do you have a favorite Valentine treat that you'd like to give or receive? Well, I am not doing cinnamon because Greg doesn't like it, but anything chocolate for either one of us is really good. I'm more chocolate than he is. Okay. But if you want to die and go to heaven, oh yes. you got to go to the West Hampton Pastry Shop on Libby and Patterson okay. and get a chocolate-covered donut. You will truly be in heaven. It's my favorite treat of all treats of all time in all of the world. And Greg stops me there frequently when he goes by. But you have to order ahead because they sell out really fast. Oh, good I to call know. up and oh, two, two donuts is all I order. Otherwise, I'd eat too many. But. All right. Okay, everyone, call that number. If I had it, it's 424. <laughs> I'm just All right. Well, that sounds great. So today, our lovebirds that are joining us are Kristen and Kyle Duncan that have been married for almost 13 years in April. Well, we are so lucky to have you guys here. And I want you to take just a minute to tell us a little bit about yourselves. We have four boys, ages 11, 9, 7, and 4. We homeschool them. Uh, I am a nurse. Um, been ER background, but now moved into hospital management and pediatrics. And I am um, a convert to the church. I joined the church when I was 21. Cool. And I went to VCU. Nice. <laughs> so, hey, hey um... All right, a little on me. I was born in Tulsa, Oklahoma, lived in Utah uh, for a little bit, settled in Virginia by the time I was seven. Uh, I lived in the Tuckahoe Ward before it split into Tuckahoe Gaten. That happened right about the time girls didn't have cooties and all the girls ended up in the Gaten Ward. I remember that. Yeah. Then I served a mission in Las Vegas uh, right around the turn of the century. Uh, <laughs> Came back, became a plumber, um, got married in 2011. Uh, then I became a mechanical engineer. Uh, now I am a stay-at-home dad. We lived in D.C. for a couple years, chasing that mechanical engineering dream. It wasn't really, but... <laughs> was it, it more was of a awful. nightmare? Yeah, it was <laughs> a nightmare. Yeah, um, I mean, the job wasn't bad. The city was... I just, I'm not a city person. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you ever have a chance, go out here. I'm inviting the whole world to your place. But it's so fun to go to Kyle and Kristen's house just to see, like, what project Kyle's got going on for the boys. It's just a great place, wow. I think. And if you ever need an extra job, you can always be an auctioneer. Yeah. Since you were the auctioneer for our service release society, the most fun night of the year when you did that. I loved it so much. That was a lot of fun. They should start doing that again. I know. I agree. That's good. Yeah. Well, so we're so excited. Tell us your love story. Where did you meet? What attracted you to your spouse? And also, you could describe your proposal. All right. We are the uh, result of a successful singles ward. I think the year we got married, our singles ward married off a lot of people wow. that year. Yeah. So I don't know what they were doing. Um, <laughs> hey, I was, I was involved in that. Yes. <laughs> you were doing a great job. Um, I, was, I was a new convert there at the singles ward Chippenham. And... Um, we met doing a video. They did Goodwill Awards. And so you had to get with a group and you did a video. And so we were in the same group and we did a newscast. And um, then later we were had to set hook up. up at the local news station, uh-huh. too. So we got what do you mean you hooked up at the local and news we knew, station? We knew one of the anchor men. And so he, he was got in, us our in there. Yeah, he was in our group. And Nate Eaton. I know him. I know mm-hmm. Nate. And so he 
he did our um, we did a video together, and then it was a couple more months, and then we were set up by Nate Eaton again. So we owe our marriage to them, <laughs> Nate and his wife Erica. Um, and I was attracted to Kyle's sense of humor and that he can seriously do anything. We've only hired HVAC people to just pour Freon into it, but everything else Kyle can fix, cars, um, all of our household stuff, and um, he always makes me laugh. He's like a big kid, but I like that. <laughs> Everyone needs a mechanical engineer in her home. Yeah. Like, fix these things. Yeah. That's great. Let me tell you about the proposal. Um, so a group of us went camping. I I had already, so I had already prayed, and I knew that I was gonna marry her. That it was. Uh, so the spirit told me that I would do nothing smarter the rest of my life. That was the impression I got, and so I knew I was gonna marry her. But uh, to propose, I think she knew we were getting married. You knew we were getting married. You had a pretty good idea. I didn't know you were proposing then. Okay. Because he told, we had picked out a ring already, and he told me. I lied to her about the ring. And he made it sound like it was the worst thing in the world. He was so upset about it. I felt so bad for him. Because why? I told him that it hadn't shown up yet, I think is all it was. And he was so bummed out about it. I felt really bad for him. But I had it. (laughs) I had it. And we went camping. Based on lies. Very good beginning, you guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. It worked out. Seems like a lot of proposals are based on lies. Well, (laughs) so this was, it wasn't a New Year's hike, was it? It was. It was was in January. I know it it was in the winter. It was a New Year's hike. And, um... We, we couldn't even hike what I wanted to. The the place I was planning to propose, uh, because of the snow, they closed Skyline Drive, and so we just hiked to the next closest shelter. And uh, Was that strategic so she would get a little closer? It, it, well, it was more of up. I knew it was going to be a miserable <laughs> night, and I was curious how she handled misery. Oh, oh God. Man. That's it is kind of bad, but it was, I mean, she passed, right? So, yeah, she did. So it worked. Um, I actually had big plans of proposing the night before, but because it was uh, a different hike, the summit was like a little spur trail that went off and there wasn't a really good view. We passed it and said, was that it? That was it. So then the next morning, it was uh, on our way out. We were trying to get back in time for church. And... Uh, so yeah, the ring I is like burning in yeah. your pocket all Well, we long. were freezing, freezing cold. Oh, I didn't. It was, she stole the dog in her sleeping bag <laughs> for the heat. I was a little bummed about that, but it worked out. We it made it. It was a sacrifice, right? Yeah. It's already sacrificing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but I, then the next morning, yeah, we, uh, I went back to the summit. We went out and my brother already knew it was going to happen. So he was ready to take pictures. So there was a down. group of people. Mm-hmm. On yeah, the right, right, right. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. And then, uh got down on a knee out on a summit and proposed you couldn't see anything because it was so early in the morning the fog had come in right it was too dark still but <laughs> and i said i had snot sickles because it was it oh, was God. seven it was cold. degrees it was, yeah, it was, oh. cold. It was, it was seven degrees yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. i said it was the best worst night of my life <laughs> when i was laying there in the sleeping bag i was like i'd rather be working night shift at the er than here oh. and because he didn't propose while we were walking there i thought i had gotten it wrong and he wasn't going to propose oh. so i thought i had put myself up to this miserable night for nothing for nothing nothing yeah <laughs> paid off i did i did <laughs> So what happened when you got down on your knee? Oh, I asked her to marry me. She said yes. And was the ring yeah. so big because her fingers were so cold? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Fell sure. into the snow and then you could find it. it. Yeah, on a rock cliff. 
Oh, well, mm-hmm. that's a good story. That's that kind of good. She was a little bit surprised since it didn't mm-hmm. happen the night before. You kind of pulled off a little surprise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you have four boys, and that can really keep you busy. So how do you balance working, managing household responsibilities, and spending time together with your boys and working and all the stuff you guys do? Well, I did want to say that I think that we have a unique situation because both of us have been in each other's shoes a little bit. There have been times in our marriage where I've stayed home and Kyle's worked, and then there's been times where I've worked and he's gone to school and helped take care of the kids, and then now um, I'm working and then he's taking care of our homestead and farm and the kids, our wannabe homestead farm. It's a hideout. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And so I think it's really nice that we have – each other's perspective and we can kind of see the struggles of both roles Mm -hmm. um and that has helped us um but i think praying to find balance also focusing on what matters most and trying we try kids can have one sport that they do and that helps limit per season um limit the extra things that were going on um and our house is not clean. We have a doormat that says our standards have lowered with each child. So we, <laughs> I gotta get that. <laughs> yeah, it's a great doormat. Um, so I think my mom always would say that a, a clean house is a, a spotless clean house is a wasted life sometimes when you have little kids because it's not going to be perfect. And if we spent all of our time cleaning our house, we wouldn't do anything fun with each other. But um, I think we just tried to prioritize. Um, planning things. Kyle gets mad that I plan too many things, but I, if I, I put don't here that plan, I only complain a little when I have to do weekend things like sports and outings. That's how I help <laughs> balance it. <laughs> I want to know who cooks. Kyle cooks during the week mostly and I cook on the weekends. I think it's pretty average. Would yeah. you say that's yeah, average? Yeah, 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 yeah. So we kind of split cook? things. Is he a good cook? Yes, he's a very good cook. He actually, the kids probably think he's a better cook than I am. Oh, and sometimes on, on the weekend. That's in question. <laughs> um, Kyle has joked that on the weekends he lays in bed thinking, do I want to get up early so I can make a breakfast or do I want to sleep in and eat a burnt breakfast? <laughs> but I do like to burn bacon, but I just like my bacon. Yeah, crunch. you did it purposely. <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah, exactly. Well, I love um, that your mom said that about... Your house being clean, so whenever she comes to visit, we're like, no need to clean up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Isn't there a quote that says, if you have an immaculate house, you're really boring? I think I heard that quote before. Yeah. We are not boring at all. <laughs> <laughs> but we do like to spend a lot of time outside, too. And so just, you know, being out outside on our property. So on your farm, what do you have, like animals and stuff? Mm-hmm. What do you have? What do we have? We have uh, some goats and some sheep. A pig. That's your fault. It's, uh, Kristen really wanted a pig, and so we got a pig. Um, what else? Chickens, dog, cat. Wow. I think that's about it. I I call it, I don't call it a homestead. I call it a hideout, and I've decided I like it. What I was going for was all the things that my parents wouldn't let us do growing up because we had neighbors. Um, we try and do all those things. So, like, zip lines and bonfires. And hey, I remember you guys hanging and... out your windows. I'd go over to your house and <laughs> yeah. be like, yeah, I don't know how Vicky's living through this. Because, yep. honestly, those boys were always hanging out the windows. <laughs> remember that in the old true. days when we didn't have seatbelts, all, all, all of you used to get in the back of that little tiny car that you guys oh, drove. Yeah. You'd get, they'd open the door, for, and it was like all the clowns coming out. She was like, there, how many Duncans are in this car? Right. We would travel cross-country 14 hours to Missouri with nine of us in an escort wagon. 
Wow. Yep, yep, yep. Lay the seats down, those blankets the out, and everybody yeah. would just sleep. I used to love it when they'd open it up on Sunday and see them all get out, all those little Duncans get out. It was very fun. It was cute. Yeah. Well, I know this rarely happens in your marriage, in anyone's marriage, but what do you do when you can't agree on something? Oh, that's easy. It's a uh, tie goes to the wife. Oh, wow. <laughs> Boy, you are a smart boy. Are all men enough. listening to this podcast? Well, and there the is, corn there is a subnote here. That's why leaving intact all rights and privileges associated with the told you so clause. <laughs> so, oh, okay. Yeah. So it goes to Kristen, but if it doesn't work out, you can say, I still, I yeah, told I still you have so. that right. Okay, too. that's pretty fair. It works out. Sometimes Kyle says he doesn't want to make a decision so that if something bad happens, it's my fault. Oh, that is tough. <laughs> yeah. That is tough. But I've learned to trust her uh decision making skills and so she's a pretty smart girl yeah. I, i'd probably trust him too if i was you yeah. but i could imagine there's some discussion between the two of you but you know to figure it out yes no, it? we is do it? i don't know if there is she cave pretty easily it, uh, yeah it probably depend, it probably I think depends on what it is that is true. Yeah. Like, who's kind of the expert in that department? That's where I kind of lean to. Like, well, you're 13 years in. You got a long way to go, so you may have a ruffler two coming along the way. You never know. <laughs> yeah. I feel like for big decisions, we've mostly been on the same page, and we talk about it and try to go away from where the kids are. You know, have alone time and and pros and cons lists and things like that to make a decision. But yeah. also, I think um, big decisions. We pray about it together and go off of what feels right yeah. as well. Yeah, that's great. That's awesome. Well, you sounds like you've got this figured out. But what do you think is the key to having a happy marriage? We have um, a quote from Thomas S. Munson in our room that says, "Choose your love and love your choice." And he said that I think maybe one of the first conferences after we got married, I believe. Um, but we heard it really early on, and we loved that from the beginning. Um, so that is a motto that we um use we also try to have fun together and laugh with each other a lot and at each other kyle wanted me to put that in there too (laughs) and and with each other um we try not to sweat the small stuff i life uh, our earthly life is really short i feel like I um, see that. I saw that more and more just working in the ear and everything. And so I feel like just enjoying the time we have together and not with big issues and important things, absolutely talk about it, figure that out. But the little things that don't really matter, is it worth getting into this argument about it? Um, And um, small things can make a difference. Um, Little things like Kyle, most my stories revolve around food, which I guess says something about me, but he was making tortillas for dinner, and I always like to eat a tortilla and a half, basically, because I never want a full a full second one, and so he made one big tortilla and one little tortilla because he knew that I like to eat a half oh, one. Oh. Uh, you made them from scratch? Yeah. Yeah, oh, my no. grandma. Well, I just oh, man. Where are you inviting us? I want to go to the hideout or the home center. <laughs> that sounds fun. Yeah. My grandma is Mexican, and so she has taught us all of her, That's her cool. tricks. Um, so we make some good Mexican food. Um, or I was, I was joking one night that I saw the oatmeal dish in the sink and I thought, you guys had oatmeal. I love your oatmeal. And I didn't even get to have any cause I was at work. And so the next morning he woke up early and he made me oatmeal. And so that is very nice. Well, and then I went back to sleep. 
it's okay. <laughs> but I feel like little things like that yeah. don't take a ton of time, but they make a huge difference yeah. as well. So do you guys go on date nights? Do you have any fun place you like to go in Richmond? Um, we go on date nights sometimes. We yeah. uh, generally... The sound. I we generally use our date night to go to the temple because we have babysitter. Well, his parents will watch them, and we'll just go there. But we don't really frequent a restaurant in particular. Well, we usually try different. I mean, like, if we can squeeze a dinner night yeah. into temple night, then we'll try different places. Yeah. So, what do you, what do you think is keeps a happy marriage? Um, to laugh definitely is important. Um, I have serve. I think that's important. Uh, to, to serve, I, I don't know, that's just a way of showing well, love. I was like, saying, making you're doing it. I had don't keep score. I don't know what that means. Uh, <laughs> and then temple time, uh, just to practice that eternal perspective, I think it's good to spend time in the temple together and kind of get a feel for I, forever. I feel like when you look at your spouse in the temple, you almost get a different... I don't know, perspective or feeling. It's just a different feeling. Yeah. And I think it makes you grow closer when you see each other in the, you know, the Lord's house. Yeah. That's great. So what is the one thing you want your posterity to know about your testimony of Jesus Christ? All right. Well, so I know that uh, it's only through the atonement of Jesus Christ that we can find the peace and the balance that's necessary for us to grow and progress and to eventually attain that eternal salvation uh, that we all seek. And so Jesus Christ is that key, and without him, um, that plan doesn't really work out. Um, And so the more that we learn to love him and learn of the things that he's asked of us, uh, we we can be more aligned with uh, his eternal truths and, and grow. So. And I would say I, I've lived 21, previous to joining the church, I lived 21 years without the fullness of the gospel. And I felt like life was pretty good. But then um, when I joined the church and learned the fullness of the gospel, the fullness of Christ's ministry, um, felt the constant companionship of the Holy Ghost, I really knew true joy. And it was interesting to look back on the previous years and think I thought life was good then but I couldn't even imagine at that point how great it could be and so I think um I just I know I love my savior Jesus Christ I love that we have the fullness of the gospel here and so that we can we know the things we need to do to grow closer to our savior that's beautiful thank you Kristen and Kyle for joining us today on the gate and ward podcast a page in my journal It's been fun to hear about your love story. We hope our listeners will ponder more about the ways that they can show their love to all the people that they care about. Take care. Bye. Bye. Bye.